Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Wild Gravity Travel Cast. I am your host, Jim, from wildgravitytravels.com. For those of you who know me on YouTube, because I always say that at every video, and I probably won't stop anytime soon. I'm here alone on this episode, episode 21, uh, to talk about the latest news, and then we're going to break into a trip report uh, from Brent and I's wild travels into Branson, Missouri for a weekend, last weekend. And I do realize it's been almost a month, actually well over a little over a month now since our last episode with Brian talking Yukon Striker and beyond. Um, Going to try to get more regular with the episodes. Things are getting a little more tense with my schedule at the moment. Have some life things going on and all that. I'm sure everybody can understand. But with that being said, we're going to break into the news. So first up on the news, uh, a little bit, not quite ride-related, I guess, but more exciting for those of you who are Haunt fans or especially Halloween Horror Nights fans or just fans of the movie like myself. Uh, Ghostbusters is coming to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. I personally am going to make an effort in September when I am in Orlando, Florida, to try to make it over to Halloween Horror Nights, probably with Brian, uh, to explore Ghostbusters and some of the other stuff. It's been a couple, three years now, I think, since I've gotten to go to Halloween Horror Nights. I did literally just start falling in love with that event uh, right before we moved to Ohio. So I did have two seasons with a frequent fear pass before uh, sadly making my way up here. The haunts are still good up here as well, so definitely we'll be at Kings Island and hopefully make it to Cedar Point for a couple years, a couple weekends of Hallow Weekends, which is another one of my favorite Halloween events, though a completely different type of event than Universal. Uh, so we've got some exciting news. We've got four parks ready to make announcements. Um, they've already announced that they are announcing, uh, which is a new thing in marketing, I guess. We saw this the last couple seasons, and it's becoming a bigger trend seeing parks announce they are announcing. Uh, so first up, we have Silver Dollar... Uh, sorry, first up, we have Hershey Park on 724, and we pretty much know what Hershey Park's going to announce. We're just waiting on the exact stat line of everything with that. Uh, we've been watching the track come out of Claremont Steel, of course, sitting right next to Kings Island's coaster. A little more on that in a minute. Uh, 7.30, July 30th, uh, also within the next week or so, well, 10 days from now, uh, we're going to see Bush Gardens Williamsburg announce. And it seems a lot of people are excited for that one because we know some of the details. We've seen the blueprints kind of get exposed but not everybody's willing to buy into everything. So we'll wait and see what happens there as well. On 8-6, we're going to get an announcement from Holiday World. And it doesn't feel like a time where you would see Holiday World go for another roller coaster. So it's going to be really inter interesting to see if Holiday World is actually intending on going with another coaster. Maybe they are ready. Maybe we see a another launch-type coaster coming. Maybe we see a water coaster um, I don't see them going with Intamin because of some past issues, Pilgrim's Plunge. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens there. And then the park we're going to talk about later, Silver Dollar City, is going to announce on 8-13, August 13th. We're going to see Silver Dollar City announce. And if you check out our latest video, this is a shameless plug, if you check out our latest video, 
from Silver Dollar City, you'll see a couple places in the video where we uh, highlight some of that construction going on. I did not do a full construction report because um, I'm of the belief that if I can't do a consistent construction update on a project, it's not really you know, anything useful to you. And we've got tons of great other bloggers out there, uh, despite what I talk about a lot. We've got some other great bloggers out there that don't trespass, and they do wonderful updates to the site, uh, to their site uh, on construction. I'm All American Thrills has been covering the Hershey Park construction uh, tirelessly, um, and their videos have been great. Uh, check them out on Twitter or just on their YouTube page, All American Thrills. So that they cover Hershey pretty well. Uh, back to our website, Wild Gravity Travels. We have uh, been updating weekly. And yes, despite the heat wave that we had this week, uh, we've been updating weekly on Kings Island. We're just seeing more and more and more footers. If you go back a couple weeks, though, to the 4th of July update, we actually did highlight a lot of beautiful blue track, uh, just roadside, uh, down at Claremont Steel. And again, without trespassing, imagine that. So... That's, uh, yeah, definitely go back and check out our updates. We've been seeing track. We've been seeing several developments of footers. And I'm sure we'll get an announcement date from Kings Island sooner or later. A lot of people in the fanboy community here seem to believe that our announcement is coming on National Roller Coaster Day. Knowing their wonderful marketing person, Don Helbig, Chad Showalter, uh, I wouldn't doubt that they choose to announce on National Roller Coaster Day. Maybe even a day before. Uh, several other little things going on around the industry. I advise you to, if you want a full update, as always, uh, go check out Screamscape.com. They have the full update on everything going on news-wise, stuff that if I read you everything that Screamscape populates in a week, uh, we would be here for an hour just doing that. And that is a credit to the hardworking person at Screamscape. Other than that, uh, finally, I'll make a little comment. Uh, Steel Curtain opened finally this week, uh, and we have West Coast Racers. We had several sites, just search it on Twitter, uh, get invited to a media day for uh, West Coast Racers out at Six Flags Magic Mountain. So be sure to check that out on the social pages. I'm sure you'll see videos out there from several other great bloggers like Park Journey and uh, Theme Park Duo, I believe they are only on Twitter, so check them out as well for their updates. Uh, lots of great content coming from our fellow blogging community out there. Uh, for people that don't know these names, I like to throw them out there. They are uh, good colleagues. I, I don't know all of them personally, uh, but I have seen their content. It is great, it is fair, it is honest, and it is ethically legal by not trespassing. How about that? Um, so Steel Curtain opened. It looks like a great coaster. We hear the reviews coming in from Media Day. Again, Media Day with a grain of salt. But we'll have to uh, check that out before the season's over, I'm hoping to. And finally, uh, that will conclude our news section. I just want to remind everybody to check out our social pages. Uh, I usually do this at the end of the show, but if you can, please go over to YouTube, subscribe to us. We're building a wonderful subscriber base. If you have subscribed to us over on YouTube, thank you so much for all of that. 
we really appreciate it. It means a lot to me personally, who makes, I make all of the videos for YouTube by myself. Um, with Brent's support, of course, and him helping alongside and tolerating me uh, throughout all of that. So uh, thanks again for subscribing over there. And if you follow us on Facebook or or Twitter, thank you for following us there as well. Instagram, Brent works on Instagram when he can. He is actually quite busy uh, in his work life right now. So all of that. And uh, that's going to do it for our news updates. Uh, after the break, we're going to talk Silver Dollar City. I'll talk uh, a little bit about the park. I'm going to talk a lot about the park and then some of the stuff surrounding Silver Dollar City in the Branson area uh, coming up. So stay tuned for that. Okay, and we're back. Thanks for sitting through that little sponsor segment. Uh, record a commercial there. As I mentioned in the beginning, today we're just going to talk about Silver Dollar City uh, and our Branson trip report. We had a chance to go there last weekend, uh, the weekend of the 12th, 13th, and 14th. We were over there. Actually, we just drove home on the July 14th. Um, so, obviously, we live in the Cincinnati area, Brent and I do, uh, now at this time. So it was about an eight and a half hour drive over there to Silver Dollar City, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, the drive, getting to go through St. Louis again, check out one of our new favorite barbecue places. Shout out to Brian for finding that before we did, uh, called Sugar Fire. Um, but anyway, back to Branson. On Friday when we arrived there, we were invited by Runaway Mountain Alpine Coaster, uh, and they have like some zip lines and stuff too. Uh, we were invited over there to ride the longest and fastest Alpine Coaster in the Midwest. Uh, and tallest, I believe, or something. It was a really great ride. Um, believe that one was the ADG Alpine Coaster. I'm not 100% sure on that. It was a little shaky and bumpy, but it was definitely fun. It was great to go high speed and not hit, you know, not do a high speed section and hit another lift uh, like we see so many Alpine Coasters opting for now just because of where they are design wise. This one was actually, it was one big hill and it was full speed ahead. And I think that's what was nice about it for me, uh, just getting to go full throttle all the way through the Alpine Coaster, all the way down the hill. We also tried the Brant Branson Mountain Coaster, I believe is what it was called. The other one is kind of on one of the main strips in Branson. Um, and it was, it was good, but like I said it before, like a lot of other Alpine Coasters, that one was more segmented. So it had some good feel to it, and it feels like that one had just opened up, I believe, last year or two years ago. That one, uh, they're definitely trying to earn some money on it to develop the area and land they have around it, which is really exciting. I, I would love to see, I love to see any amusement attraction, family entertainment center, I love to see them thrive and do well, uh, because overall it's good for the industry. Um, before we get to Silver Dollar City, uh, Brent and I also did go down and we checked out the Branson Bell. We did not do it. It is a beautiful riverboat down on Table Rock Lake. Uh, Table Rock Dam is actually a cool sight to see. Obviously, sadly, we had a tragedy there last, around this time last year, uh, with the Ride the Duck boats. Um, so that's a little bit off-putting at some points, but those... That no longer exists in Branson. So back to happier moments. Uh, Branson Landing. We got a chance to go down there, and that was just past downtown Branson, like the more 
like regular city Branson, I guess. Um, Branson Landing was nice. Think of it as like a strip, a straight line strip version of the island at Pigeon Forge, because I know a lot of our listeners have been there to the island at Pigeon Forge. Uh, so it is by the same developer. They don't have a Ferris wheel. Their fountains are kind of cool, and it sits on a river. I don't know what the river is called for the life of me, uh, but there's a zip line across it. It's one of like the weird, fun, powered zip lines. So it's still pretty cool, though. Uh, really neat to to see, and uh, lots of great shopping. They actually have like a bowling place. It wasn't called Splitsville. I can't remember what it was called either. We were really exhausted. We went there after Silver Dollar City on Friday. So we did the mountain coasters, then we went to Silver Dollar City, and then uh, we went to Branson Landing, and we were tired and hot. It was hot last weekend as well. But anyway, Branson Landing, uh, definitely worth checking out. I would caution those visiting to, if you can, avoid the parking garage. First of all, the parking garage costs money, and second of all, uh, I mean, it's a fair rate to park there, but if you're going there in the evening and then trying to leave at you know a normal hour that you would leave in the evening, uh, you're going to get caught in the back of traffic. And if you park low, you're going to you're going to have a hard time getting to back out of your parking spot. And if you park high, you're going to sit in a huge long line for 15 to 25 minutes just waiting to get out. And that's exactly what we did on Friday night. So that's my only negative thing to say about uh, Branson Landing. They've got some wonderful restaurants, both counter service and sit down. They've got a moonshine place, just like the island has Old Smoky. Uh, they've got a Bass Pro Shops because Bass Pro Shops is from the area from Springfield, I believe. So, uh, that's the only thing I would say about that. Uh, we wanted to try the, um, we wanted to try the train ride. Hopefully we'll get to do that the next time we make it back to Branson, but I absolutely fell in love with the area. There's a lot of stuff there. There's, you know, tourist traps, there's mini golf and everything else, uh, around Branson overall. And it's a wonderful experience. It's a wonderful city. Um, I think Pigeon Forge has done it a little better as far as being a tourist town, per se, uh, just because of how their street traffic works. So that's uh, about it on Branson. Oh, and a big shout out to Lodge of the Ozarks, uh, which we stayed at and we paid to stay at. So this review is, as always, even if it was free, completely honest. Uh Lodge of the Ozarks, I can't recommend enough. Uh, we've spent about $100 a night. And they have a full-size breakfast buffet included. I mean, that is a money saver, folks. If you do breakfast or if you're going to get up early and want to do breakfast, having that breakfast buffet in it, they had a waffle maker, they had a pancake maker, they had French toast, I believe, French toast sticks, they had Krispy Kreme, a monkey bread, sausage, eggs, everything. Um, and the rooms were just beautiful. We had a king bedroom, and it was just an awesome room. The AC was already turned down for us a little bit uh, when we got there because it was warm outside. Uh, we were we were in a pretty good area as well. So Lodge of the Ozarks, big shout out to them uh, for their hospitality and just being a great resort in a touristy area, which sometimes can be hard to find, being honest. Uh, moving over to Silver Dollar City itself now, or SDC as I may refer to it at some points. Okay, so here's the thing with Silver Dollar City. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this because 
as far as Hershen Parks are concerned, this is the pinnacle of Hershen Parks, Silver Dollar City, not Dollywood. And I love Dollywood to death. But overall, the coaster collection is better at Silver Dollar City. The food is about on par with Dollywood, what we did get to try. The service is just as good as Dollywood. Um, the theming, I would almost argue, is better than Dollywood. And I guess overall park feel, like the only thing I could say real negative about Silver Dollar City, and it's not their fault, is there's a lot of hills to walk in that park. And that, again, that's not their fault. That's just their location. That's where they are. There are some steeper, there's a couple steeper hills, and you'll definitely be walking up and down hills if you're going to walk around the park. But they've got some wonderful areas, and like I said, the theming is is um, is awesome. It's really good. You're going to feel like you're in a a country version of like Disneyland, or like imagine uh, Frontierland, and just being in that. But even better than Disney does Frontierland because there's fresh food being cooked on the on the pathways. The citizens, as they like to call them, of the park, uh, team members. Uh, they do a wonderful job interacting, being friendly. Uh, we had people, it was hot. We were there that day. I believe it got above 90. We had a couple citizens as we're walking by their stand, literally, you know, call out and say, Hey, do you want a glass of water? I mean, and we, we were going to get a glass of water eventually, but to have that above and beyond service from silver dollar city, uh, it actually surprised me. I had heard good things about the park. I had heard some not so good things about the park. I don't know where, where, or maybe it was the wrong time of year, or somebody just had a bad day. Um, everything we experienced at Silver Dollar City was was spectacular. They uh, definitely rocketed up the ballot on several categories uh, for my golden ticket votes. So, um, yeah, overall, the park is 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 phenomenal. They have a homemade ice cream place at the front of the park. Oh, that was so good. So good homemade ice cream. And again, I want to give a shout out to our video uh, to check all of the stuff I'm talking about out. Uh, just check out our YouTube video. I know it's like a 25 or 26 minute video, guys. I know not everybody has time to sit down and watch that all in one sitting. But please go watch the video. If you haven't been to Silver Dollar City, the video provides quite a good snapshot of what you can expect. And it won't disappoint you. I don't think it will. Uh, unless unless you don't know how to have fun uh it's it's pretty it's a pretty phenomenal park i mean that's i'm still like kind of i wish we had an extra day just to go back to the park and eat more food and ride the rides again um i did have the pleasure of getting my 400th coaster credit on outlaw run which is the second rmc ever built great coaster i'm going to start with that, as far as the coaster collection is concerned, uh, great coaster outlaw run uh, has a couple wonderful elements. I think it ranks maybe three or four on my RMC list. It definitely ranks in my top ten as far as coasters are concerned. It is one of my new favorite coasters, and right down the pathway from it is another one of my new favorite coasters, Powder Keg, and. Uh, Brent described it the best when we were at the park. He goes, you know, this this is a unicorn of a coaster. And I mean, the seats, the restraints on Powder Keg 
are those that you would find on an SNS Screaming Swing because SNS built the coaster on top of an old water coaster. And it has that old air-powered launch, like hypersonic, and it made me wish I had gotten a chance to ride hypersonic XLC at King's Dominion uh, because the launch was just really cool. It was a different style launch, and it was really neat. It was just a really cool ride to experience overall. So that was Powder Keg. Uh, Wildfire is a bit of a forgettable B&M coaster. Uh, it was fun. I think we rode it twice. And like I said, very forgettable. Uh, but a good coaster. Good solid addition to the lineup. Something any park needs is a good B&M. I will say that. Uh, so that's uh, Wildfire. The one everybody wants to hear me talk about, knowing my un unending obsessive, borderline obsessive, uh, love for Steel Vengeance, uh, is Time Traveler, which also debuted last year. And some people made the case for being the best new coaster of 2018. That's their opinion, and that's wonderful. Um, if they, if that is their feeling, my feeling is still, Time Traveler is a wonderfully awesome coaster. And I love Time Traveler. It was a great ride. However... Because it came out in the same year as Steel Vengeance, I, I w even if I had ridden both last season, I wouldn't have voted for it as best coaster, new coaster of 2018. I would have probably still vote. I would have voted for Steel Vengeance. Any other year, a coaster like Time Traveler wins that award easily for best new coaster. And it did kind of make me sad for the coaster that it kind of got, you know, it took second place because... Uh, a one-of-a-kind coaster like Steel Vengeance came out, you know, with all of its airtime, its long ride time, its unending airtime, and so on and so forth. Uh, so that's Time Traveler. They have two wonderful good family areas. They have Fireman's Landing, which still has a ball pit that adults can go in, uh, which is fun. Uh, it has not a ball pit, a ball play zone, I guess. Um, yeah, ball play zone. Uh, and some other wonderfully themed... Little kids rides uh, at Fireman's Landing, and then uh, we have the great ex the great the grand grand or great exp exposition uh, that feels a lot like Country Fair at Dollywood. For those of you who've been to Dollywood again, this is just a good comparing comparison point. Um, but I definitely like uh, the grand exposition. It was really nice. And I like fireman's landing for the kids and the families. I could see how it's a wonderful part of the silver dollar city experience. Talking about food, we had a chance to eat at the mine buffet. It was okay. It wasn't the greatest kind of regretted, not trying some of the other counter service stuff around. Brent did have a skillet, a sausage skillet, which apparently you used to be able to get at Dollywood. And, um, uh, what else did we have? We had a few other snacks. It, nothing too major great. Uh, we had, but we did have some other stuff. Cinnamon roll, apple turnovers were good. Um, lots of bakery items picking out, you know, snacking your way through the park. Uh, but again, great service, Silver Dollar City. Definitely can't recommend it enough. Please, please, please go check out the video uh, on YouTube. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll have continuous updates on Kings Island. I hope to be producing some other content very, very soon. And always watch our website, wildgravitytravels.com, for uh, more posts, updates, and news from the industry. And as I mentioned, those announcement dates are coming up within the next couple weeks. 
uh, Hershey this week, and then, you know, Busch Gardens Williamsburg the following week, and so on and so forth. And I'm sure we'll get even more parks announcing their announcing in the very near future. So stay tuned to our site. Stay tuned to our social pages. We'll be all over it. I'll have posts getting cranked out nonstop as we get renderings, videos, etc., of what is coming to the parks. Uh, for the Wild Gravity Travel Cast, my name is Jim. You can check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as I've mentioned multiple times during this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for coming back. I know it's been a month. It's been another rough month for us uh, to try to get the podcast done. Brian will actually be in town with me next week, so I'm hoping to kind of rope him into recording an episode with me while he's in town. We will see if maybe he will. Uh, fingers crossed, but be sure to check out ORL Park Pass. Uh, Orlando Park Stop has some great coverage. I'll even say it, Touring Central Florida is doing a really good job at RMC Guazi. And of course, all of those West Coast affiliates that we've talked about covering West Coast racers. For us, we can ch- uh, we'll continue to weekly update, and that includes this weekend, even with Brian in town, on the KI Giga Project. So this is Jim signing off for this week. Have a great week ahead. Stay hydrated out there. It's still going to be a hot one. And we'll see you at the parks.